bird on a tree. I'm just sitting here. I got time. It's clear to see. Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschak. I'm here with special guest, Brandon Leibowitz. I'm going to probably just butch that, that again, but it's okay. No worries. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to share some tips about SEO and digital marketing. So before we get into the tips, what led you into this? I kind of just fell into it after I graduated from college, was looking to do business marketing, like designing advertisements and stuff like that. But this one job near my house wanted me to help out with SEO and I didn't really know much about it. And they said, don't worry, we don't know much about it either. We're going to take you like classes and workshops and learn with you, which that was a little interesting. So decided to stick or do that back in 2007 and realized back then that everyone's going to have a website in the future and SEO is a way to get free traffic and who doesn't want free traffic. So mm-hmm. focused on SEO over the years. Back then I was doing, at that first company is e-commerce website. I was helping out with pretty much everything, like doing their social media, doing paid advertisements, helping out with email marketing, even like taking pictures of the products, writing product descriptions, kind of doing it all. But really it was just more interested in the SEO and just stuck with that over the years, just working at different advertising agencies, helping out mom and pop shops, all the way to Fortune 500 companies and everything in between and really just trying to get that free traffic for people. Exactly. I mean, everyone out there, it doesn't matter if you're a mom and pop shop, Fortune 500, an author, musician, whatever your niche is, if you have content on the internet, you need to understand SEO. Yep. Yep. It's so important. Otherwise, People aren't going to find you. You could spend all this time and money building the nicest, best looking website. But if you're not marketing it properly, you're not going to get that free traffic or you might have to spend money on paid ads, but mm-hmm. which do work. But if you get that free traffic, it's going to be a lot better long term. Free organic traffic is what we all need. Mm-hmm. And we all love the word free. It just takes time to understand SEO. Or you hire Brian, Brandon, sorry. And he can do your SEO for you. <laughs> and then you're spe- spending less money on your paid advertisement and getting the free traffic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because learning SEO, I mean, I have lots of classes where I teach people about class- SEO. So I could always come to check those out through the free classes. But it is a lot of work. It becomes like a full-time job where if you're trying to run a business and do SEO. It kind of it takes a lot of time up. So there's some stuff you could do on your own. But some of the stuff gets a little tricky and technical where you might want someone else because it does take some time from each day. So what are some of the tips and tricks you've learned since 2007, almost a decade ago, a little bit under, about SEO that we can do by ourselves before we have to hire a professional? I would say some of the more important things, like you mentioned at the beginning, content. Content is so very important. So you need to put pretty much text on any page that you want to rank. If you're an e-commerce website and all you have is images on your website, Google can't really read images. They can't really read videos yet. They're getting better at it, but they struggle with it. So they need content. The more content you can put on each page of your website, meaning text, the better Google's going to be able to understand what that page is about and then rank you for the appropriate keywords. So usually I tell people about 400 words is the average amount that you want to put on each page of your website which kind of seems like a lot. And most people are gonna be like, I don't wanna put 400 words on every page on my website because it's making it cluttered and look ugly. But with SEO, there's always that balance with web developers and SEO where 
for Google, you need to put content. Aesthetically, for people, we don't want to put 400 words. So I tell people, break it up. You get bullet points, but usually put at the bottom of each page because most people don't really scroll down on websites. If you think about it, how often do you really scroll down on a website? They'll scroll down, but most people don't scroll to the very bottom. But Google will read from top to bottom. So they'll see the content there. And that's really what we're trying to do is get content for Google and just prioritize it. Like if you have a lot of pages on your website, focus on the homepage, any of the services. If you're a service-based business, if you're an e-commerce website, focus on the categories. Don't do individual products because some websites might have 5,000 products and that's a lot of content you have to write. So focus on categories. Categories are the place that you really want to focus on. And then any top selling products that you want to focus on. But that alone is going to definitely make a big difference. Google loves content. You have to make sure your meta's right. You have to make sure your I do these blogs, podcasts, and everything else. So you know each content video has about 400 words in the description of each video. Doesn't matter if it's on my website or an Apple or wherever you're listening to, you know what you're listening to before you actually listen to it. Yeah, that helps out a lot for people and for Google because Google owns YouTube and when they, I mean, they can transcribe videos, they're getting better at it, but they're not perfect. So they still need you to really give them as much information as possible. Google, YouTube, I mean, all this stuff is just an algorithm. It's just a computer, it's not that smart. They're smart, but they're not that smart. They need you to really spoon feed them and give them as much information as possible. The more you give them, the better they're gonna understand what you're offering or what your video, what your blog, whatever your pro bonus is. Mm -hmm. And then they're gonna rank you higher because they really know what you're trying to get out there. Right. And it's all about ranks and traffic. If you rank higher, those are the ones that get the most traffic. This first 10 pages on Google, if you search Google, is the ones that get the most traffic. Why? They have killer SEO. The content of their website may not be what you're looking for, but those are the ones that rank highest in the Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you see them on the web, like if you see your competitors, you could look at how much content they have because 400 words is just the average. So what I tell people is go into Google and search for your keywords. See who's on that first page of Google. Even if they're not your competitors, if they're on that first page of Google, that is your competition online and open up each page individually and look at how much content they have. If they have a thousand words, then you might need to put a thousand and one hundred words. If they only have 200 words, then you might only need to put 300 words, but every website is different. So you kind of look for an average and look for a trend because with SEO, we're not really trying to be Google. It'd be amazing if we could be Google, but Google changes every single day their algorithm. So we're not really trying to be Google. We're just trying to figure out who's on that first page of Google and how much SEO have they done and how can we do better SEO? Because everything is transparent if you know where to look. Like I can see all your keywords. I can see backlinks. I could see everything. There's nothing you could really hide with SEO when it comes to SEO. Everything is transparent if you know where to look in the right places. Exactly. And then you add in not only your description words, but in your back office, you can usually add hashtags or keywords or filters. Now you're adding content to the algorithm that can be searchable online. Yeah. And when you're doing that stuff, think of when you're doing keywords, usually or hashtags, you want to try to put words that are two or more words. Anything that's like one word. It's really broad, generic, and there's no intent behind it. So like you might be like myself, I'm not wanting to rank for like the keyword SEO, but what does SEO mean? If someone's searching for that or using that hashtag, it can mean a bunch of different things. It can mean like they might want to learn what SEO is. They might want to learn 
like what the salary is of someone that does SEO. They might just want to know what is SEO or how do I hire an SEO company or they want to come to an SEO class, but there's no real intent. If they put something that's like two or more words, like SEO class or SEO training classes, they're looking specifically for a class. So there's intent behind it where less people are going to be using that, but the people using it actually care about what I have to offer. Whereas I'm not going to get as much traffic, but the traffic is targeted. And that's a really important thing where I see people using just like trending hashtags just to try to like capitalize off that trend and maybe get some more followers or get some more exposure. But are those your real audience? You have to figure out like, who is your audience? You want to be in front of your audience, not just be in front of anybody because ultimately you want sales. And if you're in the wrong, if you get the wrong people coming to your website, they're not going to be buying or calling you or emailing you or whatever the conversion goal is that you're looking to do. Right. Are you a B2B or business to business or B2C business to customer? Are you trying to get sales from customers? Or are you trying to get business from businesses? You have to know your market, know your keywords and have an intent in your marketing strategy. Yeah. So very important. Cause a lot of people come to me saying, I want to rank for this. And I realize, or I do keyword research, see that maybe five people search for this keyword. Whereas if we use a plural of it or a synonym, we get 500 searches a month for that keyword, but got to make sure the intent behind it is there because if not traffic is traffic, just like social media followers, you could have a million followers on social media, but if they're not doing anything, they're not doing any good. Just like you could get traffic to your website, but if it's not converting, it's not really doing much for you. You got to figure out how to get them ultimately to whatever that conversion goal is to follow that path and do what you want them to do essentially. Right. Is it, do you have a website that is say YouTube based? You just have videos and the SEO is for your videos that you do. Are you trying to get them to buy something? Or are they, you trying to get them to be on your show? What is your goal for your website? It doesn't matter what the website is. Is it selling books? Is it selling magazines? Is it selling a product? You have to figure out what the goal is for your website. Yeah. If you don't know what your goal is and you're just kind of going in the dark, not knowing where you want to end up at. And I mean, eventually you might find something like, oh, this is where I want to end up, but really have to try to figure out beforehand, like think about it or look at your competitors, see what they're doing. Look at other people in your industry. If even they're not competitors, but they're still ranking for similar keywords or look at what they're doing, see what they're trying to promote, how they're going about it. Try to maybe make a test purchase or buy like a low ticket item, something not too expensive, but just try to see how they sell. Do they upsell at the end? And what do they do? Because everyone has a different strategy and yeah, everything is out there. It's just looking in the right places and then you can see what's going on. Right. From a sales point of view, are you upselling? Are you going, okay, I have this product. What pairs with it? What can I add that will add value to that product? Mm -hmm. uh, PlayStation is great for this with their games. You go on their things, you buy a game. Oh, we have add-ons for that game, for in-game whatever. You have to find your niche. You have to find what you're doing and how to market it to your people. Yeah. If you don't know, then again, you just kind of just try to piece it together and it's not going to fully work out. It's really important to make that plan ahead of time and really sit and think about it. Even get a mentor. Like mentors have been huge for myself and mm -hmm. there's a ton of them out there, but definitely try to, because that will help skip a lot of the mistakes that you're going to ultimately make where they could say, Hey, this is what I recommend doing, or this is how you should go about it. But they have the experience and time to give you that knowledge. Then most of the time they're pretty happy to do it. There's like a website called score. 
S-C-O-R-E.org that offers free mentors depending on where you live, but those are great resources or just try to network at just different community events or anywhere if you can't. I mean, it's kind of tough right now, but if you can network and just get out there, it helps Right, LinkedIn is a great hub for networking. Shaper mm -hmm. is a great hub for networking. It's able to be done virtually. You may not be able to go to the community events, but you can find a network for the people that you need to reach anywhere online. Yeah, nowadays it's pretty easy or a lot easier because everything has really gone digitalized nowadays. So yeah, LinkedIn is perfect place for B2B or just even B2C sometimes, but more B2B, but it is a great, great place to network and find other people that are similar to what you're doing. So when you go into your networking, where do you do with social media marketing? Where does that fall into your SEO? So SEO brings in traffic, but half the traffic that comes to a website is gonna leave. It's called the bounce rate. So half the traffic leaves immediately. And social media is just a way to recapture that traffic, keep yourself top of mind, but more importantly, put a face behind the company and let them know that you are really a real business. Like social media, back when like my Facebook first started up, was for like, imagine you're going to search for a TV. You might go search on T search for TVs online and you'll see like Best Buy, Amazon, but then you see might see Bob's TVs. Bob's TVs might have been around for 80 or 100 years, maybe longer than all these other companies combined. And you just don't know about them. But Facebook came around and said, all right, here's a place where you can actually engage with people and let people ask questions. They could read reviews. They could see status updates and make sure, okay, you really are a legitimate company. There's people that are here to answer my questions and really put some face behind the company. Social media has changed a lot over the years. A lot of people mm -hmm. use it for ad. Now it's really a pay to play platform. If you want any visibility and exposure, you have to really advertise to get new leads on social media. But again, social media, I really use it to more, more build trust saying like, hey, we're a real business. We're here for you. We're not just some fly by night company that's going to take your money and run because a lot of people are like, do I trust you? How can I put my credit card in here when I could just go to Amazon or something where I know I'm not going to have to worry about issues with fraud or anything like that. But social media is also immediate. SEO does take about six months to take effect. So social media, you start marketing on there right away, you'll see engagement, you'll see stuff happening. Whereas SEO, it's more of a long-term play, but you own with SEO, also you own your website. Social media is kind of renting space off Facebook and you put all your eggs in one basket, like MySpace. Might be like, I wish I had a little bit more diversification because you never know what's going to happen with these sites. So I always recommend have your own website. That's always yours, but definitely utilize social and take advantage of it. Right. You have your social media influencers. If you can get a hold of the social media influencers and if your business, there's actually platforms you can connect with social media influencers that are really great, but you take their network and they're what they're doing and you pair it with your company. Now it's basically your street team virtually. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's a great way to do it. Find a influencer and just offer them a product or see if they'll write a review on it on their website because then that will help out with your SEO. And then if they'll share it on the social media that helps out with your social media and just more exposure they're willing to do the better. And, Sometimes you have to compensate them, but sometimes you can just give them a sample. Well, if you have a physical product, you just give them a sample. And sometimes that's sufficient enough. And there's a ton of different websites, like you were saying, where you could say, hey, I'm an influencer or I'm a business and I want to partner with one another. And they'll help 
get you in touch with the right people at the right time and get your message out there. But also social though, you have to really understand who your audience is because a lot of people come to me and say, I want to be on every platform. I really tell them you have to step back and really think about yourself. If you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? Would you go on social media or maybe like for myself, like I'm an SEO company. Most people probably want to go on Facebook or Instagram looking for me. They're probably going to go on Google or Yelp. And then later on vouch for me on social, but you just have to understand who your audience is and try to pick and choose the right platforms to be on. Like Twitter is really good for me. LinkedIn is good. YouTube is good for me to mm-hmm. help get the word out there. Yeah. It, it, you have to understand where your traffic is coming from. Mm-hmm. If you have a product or service that you can actually physically give someone or service as one-on-one, yeah, social media is great. But if you're going to a B2B, social media is probably not the best place to find clients. Yeah, yeah. You just have to understand that social is not always going to drive sales. People just think that Facebook or running Facebook ads is going to get them a lot of sales, whereas it doesn't always work like that. There's a lot of steps in the buying phase to get someone to actually buy on you from you. They're not just going to go from Facebook and buy directly from you. Sometimes they do, but you have to really build that trust up and let them know that you really are reliable and have a better product or service than the other people out there in the market. You know, sometimes it takes a couple years to build up that trust value with your clients. It's not going to happen overnight. If you're a brand new business, you have zero trust in the market. How do you build trust? Well, one, you have to have a good marketing plan and you have to be available to your clients. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trust is so important for ranking higher on Google. You need to build trust to get that SEO free traffic. But once they get to your website, that's only half the battle. You got to build that trust in the user, letting them know that you really are trustworthy, reliable, and have a good product or service for them to utilize and take advantage of them. Because if not, they're just going to leave, press that back button and go to the next website on Google or go to the next website on social media, because there's too many options out there. Like the options are kind of endless nowadays. They're just so many people building websites or creating social pages that there's a lot out there to. Right. There's millions of websites out there. We don't know every website that's out there because we only see the first two to three pages on Google. I'll tell you right now, if I go to search for something I'm looking for, I'm not going to go look at page 101. I'm going to go with what's in the top 10. And that's probably going to be the service or the product or what I'm, I'm looking for that I go with. Yeah, nobody goes really even past page three, unless you're searching like a specific SKU number, like I need the battery part number for this weird little item. But other than that, most people are not really even going past page one, unfortunately, nowadays. There's just too much information out there. Google has all the ads at the top and the bottom. They put maps in there sometimes. They put images in there. They put videos. So there's a lot going on to keep you on that first page without even needing to go past page one nowadays. So not on page one you're really missing out with that traffic. It's really gotten where you can't be found unless you know your SEO and it changes every day. That's what Google wants to do to make it tough, to make you want to just spend money on ads because that's how they make all their money. They don't really want you to do SEO. They'd rather have you spend money on paid ads because Mm -hmm. if you search and you click on an organic free listing, Google's not making money. So Google's like, well, we'd rather make some money. So... They don't want you to just all of a sudden just rank at the top. They want you to really work for it, build that trust up or pay them and help Google make more money, which 
and a, a kickback for you to have good SEO is you actually get to have the Google ads in your website. Now you're going to pay for people to come to your website by Google. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can make some extra money on the side using AdSense to run ads and things like that, or to make money from people yep. coming to your website. Each click could be a couple pennies or a dollar or a couple. Yeah, dollars. it's not, not going to be a lot per ad, but at the same time, over a month, over a year, it adds up. Mm -hmm. Passive income is the best. And if you build a bunch of sites, build a big network up and just get those that passive traffic coming in. You don't even have to sell a product or anything. You just get people to your website and you'll just make money off the advertisements. Exactly. But we're almost out of time. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you and your services? Yeah. So for everyone listening, I create a special gift for everyone. If they go to my website, it's seooptimizers.com forward slash gift. They can find it over there. Once again, it's seooptimizers.com forward slash gift. And they can find all that information out there. Awesome. And we love free gifts. This is what we do. We love giving free stuff away, <laughs> even if it's just knowledge. But thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me on. And for our reviewers and our listeners, happy marketing. From up here, the world seems small. We can sit together It's so beautiful You and me We're meant to be